Welcome to Thunder Nerds. I'm Brian Hinton. And I'm Frederick Philip Von Weiss. And thank you for consuming the Thunder Nerds. Conversation with people behind the technology that love what they do and do tech good. <laughs> hey, everybody. We're here at UConf uh, 2019, you got I believe. It again. Good yeah. Job. Man, I get these years right. Where are we at, Brian? <laughs> We're in Tampa, Florida at the Strass Performing Arts Center right along the river in downtown Tampa. It's Beautiful area. Down by the river. And we are with a one of the uh, very special guests that's giving a lightning talk. We're with Chris DeMars. Welcome. Yeah. I'm glad, glad to be here. Glad you guys got me in. Yeah, glad you could join us, yeah. Chris. Cool. Yeah, Chris, uh, if you don't mind, before we go into yeah. uh, what you're talking about, if you could provide our audience a little bit of context about you. Yep. So uh, my name is Chris. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I'm a front-end developer. I work at Tuft & Needle. Uh, our HQ is based in Phoenix. I'm also an international speaker, Google developer expert, and Microsoft MVP. And this is the first time on Thunder Nerds. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And I'm also giving a lightning talk today. So Nice. And um, why don't we jump into that? Yeah. So what, what, you're, what you're talking <laughs> what about? about? So I'm giving a lightning talk on accessibility. Um, I did the same lightning talk in Toronto for ViewConf. Uh -huh. uh, accessibility is something I speak about all around the world. It's something I hold near and dear to my heart. Um, and it's we need a lot of people out there speaking about accessibility and, and web accessibility and how we're working towards making the web more inclusive for everybody. Near so, near and dear to yeah, your heart in what way? Yeah. Uh, so I always kind of give like, start off with like a why. Like people ask me all the time, like, why do you care so much about accessibility, right? Yeah. And I kind of just go back to my mom. Like my mom, she's the baby boomer generation, right? She wears glasses, she has trouble seeing, she has trouble hearing, uh, she can't remember things. Like I can tell her a conference I'm gonna be at tomorrow. Yeah. And she won't remember two days later, Yeah. but she can remember stuff from like January 2nd, 1977 like that, right? So she's kind of has the mental stuff going away. Uh, she has arthritis, so she shakes, she has trouble walking. Luckily, knock on wood, yeah, we don't have any wood. So. Right, head. Uh, she doesn't have any like temporary impairments, like a broken hand, broken finger, but she has four of the five main types of impairments or disabilities that we're trying to target, right? Yeah. And if I can make an accessible user experience for her at the end of the day, I've done my job. That's great. And yeah. that's why I like it. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people, a lot of people think of accessibility. I think, oh, someone who has vision you know, issues. It's always blind or, blind, or blind or deaf. Yeah, blind yeah, or deaf. That, that's, that's all they think about. Yeah, they don't is. consider, oh, I have a broken arm. I'm older. I have bro a broken you yeah. know, legs. I can't, maybe I just can't walk. Right. I, mean, I can't see that yeah. type. It's, it's too small. Yeah, like well, my mom has to hold her phone like, Right. Out here well, and a lot of a lot of times yeah. too is uh, you, sometimes <laughs> people don't think that you know if you're a parent with a newborn, yeah, That's you're holding one. your child and one you have hand. to work yeah. right, and you, you yeah. only have one hand to use. Eventually, your child's going to get older. You'll be able to set them down and they'll run and ramp it on your house. But that's something most people don't think about. And mm -hmm. when I bring that up in my talks, they're like, "Oh shit, yeah, I, I've been there." <laughs> like mm -hmm. you've had some type yeah. of impairment in your life if it's not. You know, something that's going to affect you the rest of your life, or something that's not going to get better. And and it might not be accessible in um, that kind of sense of impairment. It could also be um, accessibility in the form of uh, voice devices. Right. Hey exactly. Alexa, read me this website oh, or do or yeah. do that. Exactly. Yeah. That, was, yeah. that was mean. What? Saying it. He's hey Alexa, set an alarm for 11 p.m. for ghosts. <laughs> So, you, and lightning talks are very in, different from, in the sense of time, compared yeah. to a lot of the other talks. What can you give us a little be, bit behind the scenes of what it was like to have to really condense it down? And, and oh. did you have any struggles? I'll tell you what, it yeah. is harder to write a lightning talk than it is to write like a full session. Yeah, I've yeah. done an ignite style talk where you get um, five seconds of slide, twenty slides, fifteen. Wow, you know, however long, and it's auto forwarded for you. 
It's like you don't control the deck. <laughs> yeah, it's like you gotta like watch wow. the screen and like okay, so it switches, and you gotta like just roll. You're singing roll. along to the song. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah it's like 15 wow. seconds, 20 slides, five minutes, and you don't control the slides. Wow. Yeah, and I've had to do that, and that's hard to do. How like they're just hard to do. How is that even good good for the audience? Like that seems like a weird one. You know, ignite is a yeah. huge kind of thing, and yeah, it's they're doing something right. So, hey, hey, you're still getting the info yeah. out. Yeah, you're still yeah, getting true. and you're getting it quick and you're consuming it quickly. And if you have you've got questions, let's talk afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so so yeah. how long did it take you to actually get this together? Uh, so I already I had short. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and sorry to yeah. I just want to also ask, how long is the actual talk? I think it's 15? Eight minutes. Eight yeah, minutes? the lightning talks are eight minutes. Eight this minutes. Round. That is a lot. So wow. I took I took this talk, was which was an Ignite talk, which was five minutes. Uh -huh. I added slides to it to make it 10 minutes for Toronto. Now I had to cut slides down to make eight minutes. It's <laughs> so like I went from like 30 slides to 22. It's so like I'm going to have to like bang, 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 bang. So, yeah. yeah. Wow, that yeah, Ooh. it's it's hard. Like I can put together a full session talk, but now, now does it narrow to the the? I mean, I guess I imagine it does. What you can actually talk about related to the topic, you have to. Do you focus on a specific like your accessibility? Right, are you focusing on a specific. Yeah, so it's it, like the title is like accessibility for everyone or yeah. accessibility one on one. So I try to cover like all the important high level stuff from A to Z as quickly as possible. Like intro wins that we can do right now. Okay. Tools that help test and issues and how to fix them within eight minutes. Mm. It's like the high level things wow. I think are very important that other people may look over sometimes. So, wow. do, do you mind if we touch on some of the points yeah. that maybe, um, w w first off, that didn't make the cut, some of the more um, uh, bigger stuff oh. that you just don't really have the time to go into with the lightning talk? Like understanding like different levels of accessibility, like level A, level sure, double A, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the importance of focus, like focus is really important, but I could go, I give a whole talk on focus, right? I wouldn't be able to talk about all that within the eight minutes. Yeah. Um, so, but I talk about like color, how colors matter. I talk about like semantic markup, how that matters because it's accessible by default. Um, different types of tools out there, screen readers, and then testing and audit tools that you can use to gauge those experiences in, yeah. this, in this talk. What do people um, sometimes miss with just just the fundamentals of semantic code? Like, what they think, like, oh, you know what? It, it doesn't matter. But yeah. what, why does it matter for our audience? Well, so semantic markup by default is accessible, right? So you don't want to have tons of divs all over the place. Okay. And you see that a lot if they're not writing, you know, using a header or using a footer, right? Um, I prefer everything in a span. Well, I mean, every, everything should go in a span, <laughs> right, right? And then style it all with IDs. Yeah. So, yeah. But like a lot of the times you see, oh no, we need alt attributes. It's like alt attributes is like a common one. Like you have to have an alt attribute on your images because if yes. not, that is the most important, in my opinion, it's the most important piece of that image. And it's and, probably the and, most missed. Yeah. It and, is, it's very missed. And with text that makes sense. Don't just have alt attribute. And yeah, like, like, this is the image. Yeah, dog, <laughs> what, what dog, whose dog? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get that a lot too, or you get like, a paragraph of alt text. It's like no, 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 short and descriptive <laughs> to the point. It's so. like a sh there's a short story in the alt text right. of all the images. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be, that'd be yeah, but I mean, those, those just common things that are overlooked sometimes. Even colors, it's like because you have your design team and your marketing team who love these this palette of colors, but it just doesn't work. What's some of the things about colors that people aren't thinking about? Like as far as like, oh, I might not be able to read this, or or a certain person of a certain age might not be able to read this text yeah. on this color background. Well, so especially if like if your product is catering to like a an aging population of people, right? But you're mm -hmm. styling yeah. it, you you have colors that you think are cool, 
right? I, I had to deal with some stuff one time where it was like a light gray um, links on a white background oh. and you run it on and it fails. It's like, yeah. you, you can't do this. Like you have customers that are just starting to get into this that are going to have this till they're dead and gone. Like they yeah. have to be able to read and pay bills. And if they can't see it, you're doing a yourself a disservice, <laughs> them and the, the industry in, in whole in holes. <laughs> it's one of those things that makes me think about how we used to have these footers on all these websites with that copyright thing with, and it had like a few different links, like yeah. our terms and conditions, which is probably a really important thing. Right. And it used to be like light gray. <laughs> four um, pixel font. Yeah, four <laughs> pixel font on the light gray text. But it's probably yeah. one of the things that people might have been like, you know, I really want to read that. That's that's yeah. important to me. Yeah. You know, I, what are you doing with my information? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's like when I started having like a black background with lime green text, like this small was the thing to do. Because it was cool. It's like, yeah, it's this rebel, man. You rock out. Like, that yeah. doesn't work nowadays, but it was cool back then. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I thought it was cool. Yeah. I didn't think about the users. Well, that was the yeah. uh, the Web Wild West, right? Yeah. Anything went, anything yeah. goes. And anything went. Yeah, exactly. That was back when all uh, the entire website was just like GIF or GIF, however you want to say it. All team of GIF. Lists, yeah. Hashtag Team GIF. Team GIF. Yeah. Team GIF. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's Angel Fire GeoCities days. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, there, there was no uh, thought of a user right, per exactly. se. Like, yeah. uh, you know, our, our friends that were also mutual creators were the user. Right. right, exactly. Yeah, and now we actually have these these goals. Sometimes they're business goals. Sometimes they're a goal to get out information that's important. Sometimes it's about people finding information about their health, which yeah. is vital. Very vital. And, yeah. and it needs to be accessible. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Even even like medical forms, um, some medical forms you see out there are not accessible. It's like, well, wait, these are medical forms. Yeah. Like yeah. your users have that you're giving you're giving these to people with disabilities and impairments, yet it's not accessible to your users. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. It's stuff out there just kind of blows my mind sometimes. I just I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't, who was it yesterday that there's someone else that we're talking to that does uh, the behavior analyst? What, do you remember her name? Uh, but we're talking to someone else about accessibility. I mentioned how testing out using a switch and moving through uh, a interface using just a single button mm -hmm. and how it's a test of patience and 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 how well, what do you think about if we have breakpoints for for you know screen size? Does it make sense to have something similar for? Your level level or issue of disability. Right. I mean, obviously the screeners, but yeah. the, you know, there's different tools. Like, that would it make sense if we had yeah. something like that? So there's we were we had a design meeting at work one time, and yeah. we were talking about accessibility because I'm doing a lot of the accessibility work. Going to be starting on and off, and um, they showed me a website where there was like a um, accessibility simulator for that website. So depending oh, on what type nice. of disability you had, you can choose options to make that experience be more user friendly for you. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. And it wasn't an extension. It was yeah. built into the website. So the engineering team behind this company wow. did this for the users. It was like an accessibility toolbar, and it came That's from the cool. bottom. You could choose your text. So if you uh, were dyslexic, you can choose to have you all know. your text in Comic Sans because italicized fonts are a lot easier for dyslexic users to read. Because yes. the up and down straight bars, they, they it runs together for dyslexic users. Um, and you can hear it, Comic Sans, best font. Comic Sans, <laughs> but you could change the colors, right? So you can change the color. If you have uh, deuteranopia as a color vision deficiency, you can mm, change yeah. to deuteranopia or tritinopia, or even if you're monochromatic, yeah. which one in 33,000 people experience monochromatic yeah. color vision deficiency. Yeah, so so that's gray. shades of gray, gray and that's it. Crazy. Wow. And you can choose that option and like, 
that simulator so you can have an amazing user experience. I think that is the bomb. Love that. Yeah, that's, that's really so cool. great. Have you ever used the, uh, I think it's Funkify? I've used Funkify. I use Spectrum. So I think Funkify you have to pay for now? Yeah, it's like yeah. $5 a month. But it gives so much. You can yeah. actually simulate someone who, like, is shaky. Like, the shaky. The cursor will actually mess up. You can simulate tunnel vision. Yes. Yeah. Amazing extension. Funkify. Yep. Highly recommend. Yep. Funkify. Uh, I heard of another one called yeah. No Coffee. Which is another no one I haven't I haven't messed with that. Oh, um, right. Spectrum, where you can change, you know, yeah, change the colors for you know color vision deficiency, and then I I mean I use Xcore like nobody's business. So yeah, and there's also things like uh, certain people just get sick with animation. Yeah, yeah. certain yeah. animations yeah. just they they yeah, can't I, do I, it. I get, right? I get that actually. I have problems if it's too animated. And I, yeah, and there and there's just, rules yeah. behind that. Like the the web content accessibility guidelines says any like animation or movement, yeah. it's got to be three seconds or less. I think it's three seconds or less. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because if you do it any longer, you can get sick. It's just yeah. like motion sickness. It's no different no than on a machine or whether you're in a car or on the boat. Like mm -hmm. something, you know, it can happen. So. So what do we do to help? Educate people, and what are you doing? What what is, what is your talk at the root of your talk? Like, what is it trying to uh, come across? It this shit matters. Yeah. That's my point, right? And I I'm very passionate. I get very loud. It matters, and everybody needs to care. And it's you're you're building on the web for a reason, right? We're all in this for a reason. And if we don't take everybody in consideration, what are we doing? Mm -hmm, what yeah. are we doing at the end of the day, right? That's that's what I'm trying to get. And there's there's a handful of people out there that are doing amazing things in the accessibility space. We need more people out there speaking about it because it's a second thought, it's an afterthought, it's never prioritized, and it's hard to get buy-in from stakeholders in the business. Uh, but sometimes you just got to put your foot down and be like, "Listen, no, this needs to happen," because we'll lose users or we'll get sued, you know. So yeah, well, well said. I, I picture you now going on stage and yelling, "But you need to do accessibility." <laughs> I've done that, <laughs> and people love it. They're like, oh, "You, I care so much now." Thank you, Chris. <laughs> So uh, how can people reach you if they want to actually reach out to you? Yeah, so um, you can get a hold of me uh, on Twitter, Salt and Burnham. So if you're a Supernatural fan. Oh, um, I haven't seen I hear good things, though. So, yeah. I like it up to, like, season six. And that's so they're really doing weird. the last season 15, and that's it. And really? I'm, I'm kind of heartbroken. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's a long time. That's a long time, like A yeah. very elaborate story. Yeah. It's not like... I mean, Simpsons has been going on forever, but it's not really this overall story that right, right. continues throughout. Yeah. So, so yeah, Salt and Burnham on Twitter. Um, if you're a Supernatural fan, will understand that reference. Uh, if you want to email me, cdemars86 at gmail. Uh, yeah, that's that's probably the best way is Twitter. So Awesome. Any final words of wisdom? Uh, if you were going to be in Orlando this weekend, I'm speaking at Orlando Code Camp, and I'm giving a front-end oh, performance talk, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. So, free. yeah, Actually, and it's free. Orlando Code Camp is free. Most Code Camps are free. So, but what's the URL for? We'll put it in the show notes, I, but for uh, I think audio it's listeners, OrlandoCodeCamp.com, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and you can see the sessions, you can see the agenda, you can see the speakers. Nice. So, yeah. Perfect. Shout awesome. out to Santosh. Santosh. Shout out to Sam Basu. <laughs> <laughs> and all my friends that'll be there. So, that'll be fun. Awesome. Great one. Hey, man. Thank you so much for being on the show. Really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. We'll have a lot more coming up.
Thanks for consuming the Thunder Nerds. We honestly and sincerely appreciate you watching and or listening to the show. Please subscribe on YouTube and iTunes. Write us a review. Kick a few stars our way. And above all else, please remember to send your favorite book suggestions to Brian Hinton. I, I like romance novels. They have happy endings. I should have known the Terrator didn't mean us any harm when the Sword of Omens didn't obey me. And anyway, it was just plain stupid to assume it might be bad. Just what the <laughs> fuck am I talking about?